finally time for the Friday Night Morning Show with Angelica, Jesse, and Kevin. Hey, y'all. We're back. We're back. Didn't you miss me? I missed you terribly. You missed me? I'm sure they missed Did you, too. Did y'all miss because me? All they got to see was my ugly face the whole time. We're back, okay? We're we back. We are back, yeah. We're back. I know he didn't miss me because he's been stuck with me the last two weeks, but did you miss me? I missed you guys. <laughs> I really, really did. Thank you for being here early and on time. We appreciate you. It's Friday. It's, it's Friday. totally Friday. And we're Whoa. back. That is oh, like boy. delayed and it's weird. Yeah, that's really weird. weird. I kept my volume up. Oops. It's weird. I the volume up on here. Okay. <laughs> Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for being here. I'll tell you, I'm still on my vacation bus, so forgive me if I'm super bubbly and just in rare form. Oh, they're distracted. I seen a bunch of shit, man. We saw a bunch of shit, a bunch of cool shit. So, Kevin. And yes, we have pictures. What? I had to, I had to kind of outbest you, you know, because when we went to West Virginia, you were like, I like to drive. Kevin, I like to drive. I do like to drive. It's just me. I, the first day, my we, daughter's the same way. She loves driving. The first day we went, I drove twenty hours. Nice. He did. Hours. That he that did. is rough. That's he did. I you know my personal, I think my personal best was straight through from Seattle back home to here is twenty four and a half hours. That was the best. Oh and, and I was a kid. No, I couldn't do that today. Yeah, I drove from here to South Dakota. Well, the Badlands, Mount Rushmore, Crazy Horse, then drove to Cheyenne, Washington, Wyoming, then from Cheyenne, Wyoming, Wyoming, drove to Idaho Springs, Colorado. Yeah, I know. You you like to drive like I do. He drove that little RCRV. Boy, he put some miles on it. 4,800 miles in 11 days. He drove us all around, y'all. I can't even believe it. So... Wasn't Badlands the first place we went to? Yes. Okay, so I had never even heard of this place until other than when he would just tell me about it and stuff like that. So Beautiful. him describing it, it doesn't, you can't really describe it because it's just a bunch of fucking rocks, really. They're just like, they're kind of pushing out the ground. But when you see it. Connie it, says hi. Connie, hey, girl. Hi, Connie. Girl, I'm so glad you're here, girl. We go. I got you on my list. Don't worry. We gonna talk. We gonna catch up. But anyway, I'm talking about the Badlands. It was just so beautiful. Just all of these, just like the grounds, like pushing up, and it's kind of creating like these terrains. And Mr. Brave here got to get close to the edge every fucking time. I'm like, get your ass back before you fall down in there. She was a paranoid the whole. Every time we got someplace high, she's like, "Don't go to the edge." I would get so You're scared. You're gonna fall. You're gonna we'll fall. Get so scared. We're in the Grand Canyon. We're gonna fall. You're gonna fall. <laughs> but when we were at the Badlands, right, there was this family of like five. It was a, a mother, a father, and it looked like two sons and a daughter, right? And the mother was on the same team I was about keeping her family from the edge. Unfortunately, uh, her husband was not really listening to her and him and the kids were kind of like walking away. (laughs) And you just saw her with her arms folded, just storming down the hill, like steaming, right? You know what would be really bad? Hilarious. If he did fall off. He did it. It, If he did, though, it'd be really bad. He was being very careful. Because then there was only be two of us. I'd have to redesign the table and that it would be a really bad Yeah, Yeah. he had it. Well, you you, you could have just got my replacement with the one guy I know, it's the one guy that filled in. Oh, Charlie, yeah. He did a good job. Thanks. The woman, I don't mean to interrupt you, baby, but the woman at uh, Grand Canyon 
said there are lots of people that she had a book. It was a book. It people was a fall. Fa- fatalities. Grand Grand Canyon fatalities. I think was the name. People some shit like that. Going, you know, taking pictures and stepping too far back mm. and getting too close to yes. the edge and falling. Falling. Yeah, She's no like, thanks. you would not believe actually how many people have died. He skipped to the Grand Canyon. I was talking about the Badlands, right, but anyway, the best part of the story was the, the wife was all mad, so she kind of like we somehow we stayed with this couple we did. We did. the whole time. We everywhere we would, they were kind of there. So you just kind of get to hear their conversation. And they were still separate. The dad had two of the kids. The mom had another one. She must have had the rambunctious son because we went climbing <laughs> up on another part of it because it's just all these rocks. Everybody just climbing rocks. It really brings out your inner child. That's really what the fuck it was doing. So we climb the rocks, finding places to stand. And you just hear this little boy belting out this <laughs> Kelly Clarkson song. I'm on the edge of glory. He is, he is belted out. You just and hear I'm his, looking over going, and you what just the hear his mama go, that? come down, come down now. Cause he's like, and I'm feeling it all through. I'm like, I was just laughing so hard. Like it just made my fucking day. He came out of left. And, bl- and blew it out and that the was water. like the first day it was the first day we hadn't even really got nowhere we were just at the first stop that little boy made my day so badlands that family good memory got to see mount rushmore mount rushmore was actually very i don't know i was i was a whole was, tourist was i got shit from everywhere and it looked like the presidents were crying yeah. oh crazy it i did. got a picture and our pictures and it literally looks like they're fucking crying. I was going to ask you if they I mean, look stained because they did look like it was no, like no, gray that was, lines. That was, no, no, that was the water. I mean, right under the eyes, it was it was raining it that day and it was it was wet under their eyes. It did. All of them. Yeah, it was, was kind of sad. Today, yeah, they're crying. I was crying too because I was just thinking about like the current situation. I was like, I know damn well they didn't expect it to be like this. So I was really sad at Mount Rushmore. It was, but it was, it I was, mean, it was, it was sad. It was cool though. It was, it was cool. But I told him when we were driving, I was like, I might cry. But I might not. I don't know how I'm going to react when I got there. And I was a little somber. Like, I I, I felt sad because I was like, I know this is not how they wanted it to be. It's, this is some bullshit. That's, that's kind of what I was thinking back in my head. But it was really, really nice. I got a nice sweater and all these little trinkets and shit. So, yeah. Well, she was buying trinkets the whole fucking time. I was a total tourist, okay? Total tourist. She I got keychains. When we got home, she ran into the garage where she's got, like, endless totes of all shapes and sizes and compartments. <clears throat> it's organized. She's got like the Batman utility totes in the garage. Right. So she gets this one that's got like 40 different little boxes where she could put all her rocks and her magnets. You ever see those magnets that look like rocks? Oh, yeah. Yeah, she bought a whole shitload of them. I mean, she she would go to, they would have a little bag, a little zip tie bag. Right. As many rocks as you can put in the bag, That's and then you pay- For a buck or something. Yeah, four <laughs> bucks or something. She is literally trying to shove these rocks in this bag. That one time, she's shoving it in there, to, and it spills all over. She's, oh, shit. And why you got to bring up situations that make me look less than good, okay? Everybody need to know what- Anyway, so yeah, I bought some rocks, and I, I actually stole some rocks from the Badlands. Oh, oh yeah, wherever we got rocks from the Badlands, we got rocks from Grand Canyon. Took a big ass rock. I want something to bring home. We got rocks from uh, Devil's Gorge or Devil's Tower. Yeah, I did. I did. I I, I clipped those some rocks. I did. Uh, so yeah, the, Mount Rushmore. 
Mount Rushmore was beautiful, but we also got a chance. Am I skipping? We saw Steve after Vegas, right? Yeah. So did we go to Vegas after Mount Rushmore? Yeah. Do you want me to take over? Yeah, because I don't remember much after that. <laughs> so, yeah. So after Mount Rushmore, <laughs> we went to Crazy Horse. Which oh, is, yeah, Crazy Horse. Which is the monument um, <clears throat> that's being built for uh, Crazy Horse. And I, I knew the story because I had seen Crazy Horse in 2005. I did not. And if you see the picture, hold the picture up again. So awesome. All they had done in 2005 was just the face. Now, in this one, you can see a hand. Well, that's his hand. That's going to be pointing out. Yeah, it's going to take a while. Oh, yeah. You're ta we're talking another 20, 30 years probably. Really? I hope, oh, I hope, I hope well, it's in it our just, lifetime. It, de it depends on, on the technology. Well, they've been working on it for 20 years. Well, it's, they? it's, it's a science. No, the, no. They, this guy that started it yeah. started it in when? The the, the 60s? It, Is yeah. it that long ago? 50s, yeah. 70s? Either the 60s or 70s. It was just a big-ass mountain in 1948. That I know for sure. Yeah, he literally started this thing like... 50. And he's all by himself? He was at first. And it, what was so cool about that is that, hold the picture up again, the babe. The sculptor guy? Yeah. So, here, let me see it. Mm. So, down at the base here, he built a house. Yeah. Him and his wife, where they had like six kids. Ten. Ten kids. <laughs> so, he built Ten a ladder. Kids, man. He should have been able to just carve the hell out of that thing, be done within well, a couple it, days. No, hell no. He put them to work, oh, though. Put them so kids he, up. He built a ladder system. All the way up to the top. Jeez. Okay, it's like 752 steps. And he had this, and in the movie that you watch when you go there, there's a little 20-minute movie that you can watch. He says in the movie, he goes, yeah, you know, that uh, little uh, compressor that I had, because he had a compressor for a jackhammer, so he could jack a hole, put the dynamite in, right. blow shit up. He said he would literally carry that jackhammer all the way up to the top with the with the it running. He'd almost get to the top, it would quit. He'd have to go all the way back down, start it back up. He'd go all the way back up, and it would quit again. Or he'd get working for twenty minutes and it quit again. Mm -hmm. He literally said that he walked up and down those stairs a million times. Yeah, and that's how dedicated this guy was. I'd get a new compressor. Well, they didn't have the they money. They didn't have the money. I mean, you they have to started Mount Rushmore was government funded. Yes, right. Crazy Horse is they not. They are not. It's, it's not. It's privately funded. No, There's no government money going into Crazy Horse whatsoever. It's all privately funded. That's crazy. And the best part is the video is actually really cool because, I mean, again, I was completely ignorant to it. The only thing I knew was Crazy Horse. I knew nothing about the story, nothing about the man, nothing. And they had this very informative and nice video and they basically use and y'all might already know this but they basically use dynamite to yeah. get the, the, the precision cuts and blowing shit up literally to make it look so nice i just thought that was so fucking cool like well, everything then, about it is fucking cool then to get it polished they go up and they do handwork mm -hmm, but they blow it, it up yeah to get the bigger bigger chunks out of there so what happened after crazy horse? well in crazy horse we we uh it was getting later it was like nine o'clock ten o'clock we had gotten some dinner and we were like, well, we wanted to go to Cheyenne and check out Cheyenne because we may want to move there and get out of this Nazi fucking communist state that we live in here in Kamisoda. Right. Um, so we were like, well, I said, well, let's fuck it. Let's just go to Cheyenne. We'll get a hotel when we get to Cheyenne. And she said, okay, no problem. So we go from uh, Badlands to Cheyenne, which is about four and a half hours. Get to Cheyenne around midnight, one o'clock. 
Not a fucking hotel has a vacancy. Oh, Not yeah. one. Oh, God. Now, Cheyenne's about 60,000 people, I believe, 60, 65. They're having some festival or what? Not that we, we were going there, on. but something was. was. something going on. <laughs> Frontier Days is the festival they have every summer, and that came at the end of when we went back through Cheyenne when we were coming home a week later. But on our way down there, no, they got something going on. Not only was there no hotels, there wasn't a fucking campsite Damn. available. No vacancy. So we're sitting there in Cheyenne, like midnight, one o'clock. I don't know what time it was. She's asleep. They heard you all were coming and they just. I think so. No vacancy. They knew we were in trouble. <laughs> she was asleep and I was like, fuck it. She woke up. She's like, baby, what? I said, baby, there's no hotels. There's nothing. There's nothing. I said, I'm fucking A. Fuck it. Reached over, punched in Las Vegas. I said, let's, let's just go. Started driving towards Las Vegas, not knowing, you know, we're just in Wyoming. And then I don't know where we were. We're just driving. Right. Nighttime. Wasn't that Idaho Springs? We ended up in Idaho we Springs. We end up in Idaho Springs, Colorado. And we pull off into Idaho Springs. Now, they have a bunch of hotels there in Idaho Springs. It's a nice little town. But it was 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.30 when we got there. Not a one office Hello. was open. Not one office at one hotel was open. Again, they heard Again. you were coming. Again. <laughs> so we're driving down this street, and I look over, and there's a Safeway, and I see this van in the parking lot, and its front tire is smashed, and I'm like, fuck it. I pull up, pull on the long side of the van, look over, and she's kind of sleeping. She wakes up. She goes, what are we doing? I said, we're going to sleep. <laughs> and we went to sleep there in Idaho you Springs. You slept in the parking lot of Idaho Springs. But the best <laughs> part. Safeway. <laughs> we, left at Safeway. Five, we left at 5 in the morning. Yeah. And I drove until 3, 3.30 in the morning. Ick. The best part about the first <laughs> night at the in our at CRV was we slept safely uh, next to a dispensary. So when we woke up that yes. morning, we at least yes. was able to we were get our right puff on. Next it was to a right dispensary. To the dispensary, and it's legal. So we woke up at like 6 in the morning, I'm like, honey, open at 8. We're going to wait to 8 o'clock. Yeah. So <laughs> wait. we went and got some coffee, drove around a little bit, waited till the dispensary opened. We don't know what to do at this point. We were like, well, what are we going to do? Well, I'm like, I don't know. What do you want to do? He was like, what about Mike and Connie? Yeah. I'm like, where are they at? Yeah. So <laughs> we're, we're driving along and, you know, we go to the dispensary and she's like, so what are we going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. And she's like, I'm like, or she said, some one of us said, where's Mike and Connie at? And I, knew, I didn't know. And I, she had told me and I looked up on my phone. I said, oh, they're in Pueblo. Punched it up on the GPS. That's so like eight hours. I said, let's go and see Mike and Connie. Let's go. <laughs> We're on a road trip. So what Mike and Connie, we was on our way. And I tell you, the drive from Idaho Springs to Pueblo was incredible. Mm -hmm. She slept through a lot of it. <clears throat> Again with the shade. That's right, because I got a shady story for your ass when we get to Vegas. That's the second time we all threw some shade over here. So I mean, it was gorgeous following the Colorado River and going in between, I mean, just mountains that just, I was trying to, I shouldn't have because the road was so fucking windy. And these motherfuckers, they, I mean, in Utah, we got hooked up with people, the speed limit, guess what? What's the highest speed limit you've seen in the U U.S.? Unpublished. Unpublished? It, it, it. Montana used to have where you just had to drive at what you felt was a safe speed. Oh. In the day. Oh. Okay. That's the bad well, I've never seen an unpublished, <laughs> unpublished, but I did see an 85 mile an hour speed limit in Utah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And Wyoming had 80 miles an hour. Yeah. 
I was like, fuck. But anyway, the the drive from Idaho Springs to Colorado or Pueblo was just, it was absolutely just gorgeous. I'm driving and I'm trying to take pictures because she's sleeping. And I'm trying to take pictures with her phone and trying to drive. What could possibly go wrong, people? Nothing. <laughs> I, drove, I drove the entire trip. Not a fucking thing went wrong. Anyway. We met with Mike and Connie. He didn't crash nothing or yeah, hit nothing. Yep, yep. We met up with Mike and Connie, and they took us to this really nice restaurant where they had like awesome food. And yeah, it was good really drinks, good. and you know, man, it was really nice. So Connie says it was awesome. Meat. It was, and I was like, look, they're cool. They're not like psychos. <laughs> it was really refreshing, you know. And nobody ended up in a shallow grave. No, nope, it's nope, all good. Nope, nope. I didn't start <laughs> worrying about that till we got to Vegas. So after you guys, uh, things got a little crazy. We ended up in Vegas. <laughs> Everything was okay. Trump Tower was actually really nice. That tub. Yeah, she. The, the, he had the tub in the bathroom was mm, like. Mm, mm. But you said they have no casino in there. Yeah, there's no, no casino. That is casino. so weird. There was no casino. I, it's got to be one of the only hotels in the entire state of Nevada that yeah. doesn't have a casino. They did not have a casino. I mean, I'm sorry, but the only thing I can think of is they couldn't get a gaming license. Why would you not have a casino? It's an absolute moneymaker. It is a little bit off the beaten path. It doesn't matter. People still staying there. It was I mean, pretty busy. Yeah, that's what I mean. There's still people True. staying there. You're absolutely right. And now for my shady story. Oh, see. So... I let him plan and pick everything we were going to do on our honeymoon, y'all, right? States we went to, I was going to do everything. He did everything. I was like, all I want to do is take you to Vegas. You ain't never been to Vegas. We don't have no plans. I just want to take you down to Fremont Street and go to Heart Attack Grill. Oh, yes. That's all I wanted to do, right? We had three days in Vegas. That's all I wanted to do. So, obviously, the first day we get to Vegas, we just checking in. We just looking around, trying to see what's happening, la, la, la. The night we was walking around, he happened to come across a closed pork pie hat store. That was the downfall of our Vegas experience. <laughs> it wasn't that, like that. <laughs> You're going to listen now because I went through this. This is my part of the story. <laughs> We're in Vegas. The first night. He's devastated that this store is closed. I am too because I'm like, why the fuck they closed? You know, it's, it's Vegas. It should be open. City that never sleeps. Isn't it? Oh, it sleeps a lot. Because this store was closed. The next day, I don't know how, but he got incensed and obsessed with finding this stove. Now, mind you, it's 115 degrees in Vegas. I was still ready for the walk. I was going, I was, I was down with my man because my man wants this hat and I want my man to find this hat stove. So day one, I was okay. Temper tippers flared a little bit day one, but we still held it down. You know, we had a little spat about the hat store and the heat getting to me, and I was a little irritable. And my feet foot. was hurting, and my feet was hurting. So I had a lot of things going on, but I was still trucking along with my man. I'm trying to, trying to get him this hat. Day two, it all boiled over because he was still obsessed with finding this. You still place. hadn't found the store yet? No. Oh shit! And here's where it boils <laughs> over, Kevin. We walking around in Las Vegas heat again. Okay, we done already lost a day and a half looking for this fucking hat stove. We ain't it found wasn't it. a day and it a half. It felt like a day and it a half. It was not. It was a whole day. It was It was not. It wasn't? We know. did what, the second day we were going to walk the up the strip and the down the strip. Day. The first With day. The first day we were going to do the same thing. But somehow, somehow around. We were just walking around. Around three o'clock, temper started to flare. And um, 
this was the first day and he made a comment about me not giving a shit about him and his desire to find a hat. So I left him. She left me in Vegas. I left him. Literally Ooh. left, I left him. me. I left Where'd him. you go? I just went and hit out in the Dunkin' Donuts because it was air conditioned. Oh, yeah. And um, he texts me like, I can't believe you left me. Where are you? Da, 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 da. I'm like, you know what? You said you didn't. You, I was treating you like shit and I'm stopping you from getting your hat. You don't you don't care. I don't care what you need me for. Bye. <laughs> Don't call me. Leave me alone. Needless to say, we made up. We made up. This is that's the first day over this hat. <laughs> and you found the hat store. Oh no, we, did. we didn't. We did. We did not find Eventually. the one in Vegas. You not found a different one. No, no, the one not in the Vegas. One in Vegas. We, we never find it. When we found the one in Vegas, don't you remember the guy? Had, oh, chapel a, hats. There was a note on the door, and we had gotten into a little spat we again. A, and I'm crying, standing there crying. Yeah. I'm upset this time. I'm mad this yeah, time. Yeah, we I'm got crying. into a little spat again. We get to the hat store. Mm-hmm. Now, mind you, the same hat store, Chapel Hats. Don't ever go to Chapel don't Hats. Don't go to Chapel Hats. Don't ever go to Chapel Hats. <laughs> ever. We found a The hat first store. one was supposed to be in the Mall of America. About four months ago, three months ago, before I got my one at... We went looking for that hat store in the Mall of America, which is no longer existing because they closed it. But it oh, still comes up on your yes. GPS, and they yes. still have it listed in the fucking store. And... We searched that whole fucking place for anyway, it. We, Anyways. We find the hat store. And there's a sign on it. it. says, be back in 10 minutes. No, no, no minutes. Be back in a few minutes. Yeah. And it's like 20 to 10, which 10 o'clock they're closing. Now, I don't know why these shops are all closing it because people walk around in the, these air. They walk around there all night long. Yeah. All night long. Oh, yeah. Fremont Street is... Alive and kicking. We never all made night. it to Fremont. You never meant to Fremont because we spent two days looking <laughs> no, for his hat. That's not true. In Vegas. The last day we were there, the last night we were there, and we got all fucked up. She had a choice to go to wherever she wanted to. I didn't make the choice to go. Stop. To Everywhere I wanted to go, it was too late to try right, to go. Fremont is a daytime thing. Okay. Heart Attack Grill is a daytime thing. <laughs> okay. We spent the daytime hours in but the anyway, hot-ass Vegas sun looking for your <laughs> hat. And our last that. night, we're past when we that. had our last so we get to the, over we get, the hat. We get to the store, and there's a science is on a few minutes. Be back, back in, in, a few, in a few minutes. Few minutes. Yes. And I'm like, they, he ain't going to come back until it's like 5-2. So he, sure as shit, he did. He came back at like seven minutes to close. No, it was, it was like 10 minutes. So he's pissed now because I'm pissed that he's pissed. And it's just all he's pissed because the hat store closed. And Everybody I'm pissed because we couldn't find the damn hat store. Now we done found the hat store and the motherfuckers ain't here. <laughs> he want to leave. I said, no, we're going to wait here for these motherfuckers. <laughs> we done argued two days over this goddamn hat. You're going in this store. And of course, he didn't find nothing he liked in the store. So that was going to be another fight. But we somehow blew that off. And the night carries on, and we ended up drinking, meeting some guy named Tony at the fucking bar. And uh, that's when the night got crazy, because Tony likes strips clubs. And he arranged for some guy in the limo to pick us up. And you think that sounds nice, but the guy driving the limo must have thought it Big was like a fucking cowboy hat with a wearing a suit. He was bending them corners in this limo that me and my husband were <laughs> flying over like, whoa. We're like literally <laughs> flying back and forth in this limo. I'm telling you, he that wasn't is a licensed all driver. drivers in Vegas. But here's every the, time I've been there. Here's the thing about it. When you're in Vegas or in some point in your life, right before you get get ready to do something that's questionably dangerous, at least in my eyes, the way it happened in Vegas, as I was reaching for the door to get in, I saw myself looking down like, Angelica, that might not be a good idea to get in that car. This could be a Dateline episode. This could be a Snapped episode. You might not 
And I was like, oh, fuck it. We in Vegas. And as soon as we got in there, we were like, whoa. So luckily we made it to the strip club, which was awful. He's in there like, I've seen better strippers. I'm I like, did not. Oh. I was trying to get him a dance. He wouldn't let him dance on him. I'm, Tony's you know trying what? to romance the other stripper. I was in my 30s exactly. when I was young and It was stupid. just awkward. Yep. I didn't married even want to go. I respect my wife. We just end up in a strip club with a guy named Tony. So fast forward, it's we've been up all night. Like it's literally been all fucking night. Yeah, we come out of there. We and it's come night. out the strip like, club and it shit. is daylight. <laughs> like not like the sun is coming up. Like it's like motherfuckers is at work already looking at us. Like what y'all been doing all night? <laughs> it was crazy. So Kevin, I think now would be a good time to maybe show some of the pictures because well, there's no, a, it's a video. It just runs. Okay, good. Cause there'll be a picture at the end where I am clearly done. Well, we, we could just run these pictures. Run the pictures, you Kevin. Just run the pictures because sure. it'll, it'll we, sum up some of the stories. Stories we trying to tell. Angelica it's just sends me 67 pictures. He well, did. I sent you some too. It was him well, too. Well, t- the two together sent me 67 pictures. And it's probably pictures. 300 total. Yeah, look at me looking good. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> looking sexy right there. The Badlands. Yeah, I look good. That's that's one of my pork pie hats. I have three of them now. We did yeah, actually, great. after Vegas, we left Vegas, and that's when we went to Arizona and, mm-hmm. and spent a couple of days in, in Arizona with Steve. Mm-hmm. Met Trooper. Yeah. I wasn't as inebriated as Steve made it to sound like. Oh, yeah. Steve made it sound like you're falling over, man. No. He wasn't. <laughs> he probably was a little saucy because Steve yeah, ain't never Bill seen there. him drunk. But, yeah. But there's Mount Rushmore, there's Rushmore, y'all. Rushmore. And if, if, if you can't blow it up. But if you, I'll show you, Kevin. If you blow it up, you can see yeah. it looks like they're crying. It was really sad. Yeah. I tried to get a Sophie and me and Crazy Horse. Don't judge me. <laughs> so after Steve and we talked to Trooper and he's going to come on the show, he said he would. We'll get in contact. Yeah, with we're going to have Troop. On. Yep, we're going to have Troop on, um, which I'm excited to talk to Troop. Yeah, he was a he, fun guy. Oh, met his you wife. Too. Oh, they going to love me. Oh brother. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm gonna just put uh, earplugs though and just tune out because it's just going to be too much to follow. We went to the North Rim of the Grand Canyon, and she wasn't. She was like. Well, actually, before How we... How you say that? Be, because you were. Before that, we went to Hoover Dam. Was we arguing on our way to Grand Canyon? Because that would explain my demeanor. Might have been. Mm-hmm. Remember before that, though, we went to Hoover Dam. Nobody well, yeah. can hear you when you don't talk. I know. Hoover before Dam. that, we went to Hoover Dam, which Hoover Dam is really cool. Yes, I, it is. The pictures are, well, here's where you're on the Colorado River. That's the Colorado River, yeah. I'm yep. assuming just before you met Mike and Connie. Probably. They're all kind of jumbled in, but these Beautiful. look like we stole them. But y'all, we took these from windows. I was not screenshotted in that picture. I actually was standing there. I looked like I was screenshotted in there. Yeah, I we took them from our iPhones. From the iPhones, iPhone. man. It was some of the most majestic sights. And then that's him on the strip. He met some of his comrades. You see Captain America and oh, that had Bumblebee be, there. Yeah. And that's, that was in the heroes. Paris Hotel. They had this weird, all this weird stuff in the Paris Hotel. And of course I ran to Mickey, Mickey. and Minnie, yeah. but I avoided conflict this time and she didn't say nothing bad. So we, we good. That to go. is a million dollars at the World Series of Poker. I wish it was a million bucks. Damn yeah, it, baby. Looking like a tourist. You're like a tourist right there. Dollars. You're like a little tourist. And that is, that is a the Reese's story. Reese's story. You must have been heaven. The Reese's story. He was in heaven. I was. I was. He was. The Bellagio. I, was like, baby, I recognize that. Oh, the Everybody water loves show. the Bellagio. The, yeah, the lights, show. the water show they were doing. Mm-hmm. And there's that's, there's Hoover Dam. that's from the bridge. Dude, You'll see shit. a bridge in some of the pics. 
That we were standing on that bridge overlooking. I look cool, but Hoover I was terrified. Dam. Okay. Then we're going to go scared. down the, that road there to the left. Now, this is from actual on the Hoover Dam looking back over that bridge. I wouldn't like that bridge. It was fucking scary. That's the uh, that's the Tillman, uh, some dude in uh, Tillman, the guy, the Arizona yeah, Cardinal Pat guy. Tillman. Pat Tillman. It literally Pat says enter at your own risk or some Tillman shit like Memorial that on bridge. it. I don't like bridges to start with. Well, good for you because that one you wouldn't like. And then the wind was kind of blowing. I mean, it no. wasn't moving, but it was it was still scary. I was scared. But it was cool as shit. It was, was very cool. fucking cool. It was. Connie not, says that. You didn't get to see Fremont Street, so that just means you have to go back. To yeah, see. yeah go he back. want to go back. Yeah, yeah and I have to. This take is issue. this is wicked. This is straight down yeah. Hoover Dam. It's I did like not 780 take that feet. One. I did not take that picture. I did. She wouldn't. She wouldn't do that. <laughs> Couldn't do it. <laughs> she wouldn't. Couldn't do it. But that's me. Look. Oh. I think everybody knows that's you. That's me. We recognize you. <laughs> that was a view from Planet uh, Hollywood, our yep. room. We, we got a, a better We got room. a special on a, on a room at oh, Planet gosh. Hollywood. And then we had Tabo Wabo. Those, drinks, we, those glasses actually survived the trip home. They did. Oh, look, it's a Mario. It's a Mario. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> this was wicked Paris. cool. This is inside the Paris Hotel, the entire ceiling. Yeah, like that's the one yeah. we almost died in. And uh, obviously, Tony. I, uh, yeah, I was having a good time. And that's me the morning after. The next <laughs> morning, people, the next morning. Up. Yeah, that's like five okay. in the morning. Ooh. And then here's the Grand Canyon. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was nice. Beautiful place. I was Beautiful. pretty scared. I think we were standing near a cliff trying to look cool. I was terrified. <laughs> but it was, it was, <laughs> and this was only the North Rim. Yeah, right. I would love to go back there. And for since like, we happen to be looking at the Grand Canyon, Kevin, oh, we yes. saw this. We had to get it for you, buddy. For me? For you. For you. What? Because you said you'd never been, and we saw something with your name on it. And it's from the Grand Canyon. And it's Canyon. from the Grand Canyon. It's absolutely beautiful. That's Kevin. You can see that. And we know you like knives. And you always got like your little knives. knife on you. So we got to get like this for Kevin. That is Thank you, guys. That's amazing. That's a cabin. Now take it out so I can see it. Yeah, we want to see the back. <laughs> <laughs> we want to touch it. This here, those dollars that you saw, those dollars were at a, a little podunk gas station that we stopped don't at. don't even know where. Yeah, I, I don't know where. And they, patrons had put dollars on the ceiling with writing, so she got to do it and left her mark somewhere in... Wyoming or Utah. It had to be Utah. She wrote the Gray Matters on it. I yeah, did. She wrote I the put gray the Gray Matters. matters. On I made us infamous. We're gonna be up there forever. This is a this is a, a Ooh, museum in, in Cheyenne. They have a festival every year called uh, the uh, Frontier Days, which apparently is the largest rodeo in the world. Um, and uh, they have all these old time carts and shit and. Wagons and shit. Yeah, it's been going on. Frontier Days has been going on since like 1902 or something like that. It's a beautiful knife. Yeah. Does, does it have like Grand Canyon on Grand it? Or? You know, and I told him it probably uh, no. didn't. No, it just it had his name in it. But it's beautifully engraved in the <laughs> name. It's got some nice scrolling on it. Thank you. It's amazing. Okay. And that was it, y'all. There's a beautiful, happy couple. And we came back after seeing, like you said, 4,700 miles he drove. He drove the whole time. So he did. Now, you've shared your pictures with the entire world. Oh, we gave you your gift. 
it was one other trinket I wanted to show. Oh, uh, we got that. Kevin, uh, Steve gave us these really cool coins. Yeah, thank Steve you, Steve. He gave us Amazing. these. We're in the club. You're not yeah, in the club. And, and this coin is a Bravos coin. <laughs> oh, God. If you know what yeah, I mean by go. that. Don't get him started. I mean, this is the like the coin Aria got from, I can't remember his name. <sighs> And I got this book. This is I like that. This is, this is a broad the, the man without a face? Yes. I forgot his name. Jakara or Jaka. Yeah, oh, God. I lifted these stickers oh, right out of Deadwood because they charge us like $12 Jakahara for some coffee. Or something like that. So I took these stickers out, this bowl of stickers they had because I was just in my tourist mode. And then he became obsessed with finding shit with my name on it. So I have like four fucking keychains yeah. so she says with to me, my name on it now. She, she this says, is the most elaborate one that I'll never use because it has a fucking mirror in it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. She says to me, she says, you're never going to find, because the one of the first like stops we did, you know, was it all these trucks? They have all the trinkets inside, right? I, I understand you went to Wall Drug. Yes. Yes, but I didn't find all those at Wall Drug. No. Oh yeah, we but went to you, Wall Drug. You should be able to find anything in the world at Wall Drug. I didn't find any of those at Wall. Would Drug. you say you got lost in there for like two days? Oh yeah, we were there for days. <laughs> it was like an hour. I didn't want to go there. It was an hour. I knew what Wall Drug was. Yes. For all of you that doesn't know who Wall Drug is, Wall Drug's a, a like an old timey drugstore that started in 1931 and has morphed into like a whole fucking block. It's like a city block of trinkets. But it's it, well, so it's, cool. it's the old timey drugstore. You know, your old timey drugstore. You used to go in and get your prescriptions, and there'd be you know all kinds of trinkets in there and shit, lamps and shit like that, and stupid shit. It you like know, magnetic rocks. Um. Yeah, we were lost for days in Wall Street. It in was Wall Drug. an hour. Days and days. Days. Anyway, days. so he became obsessed with finding shit it's with my, my story, name on it. it. No, it ain't. It's so my name. So she told me, she looked at me and she said, because we were in the first one and I was looking at the like named things, you know, like keychains or whatever. Yeah. And I was looking to see if there was one for her. And she's like, you're not going to find my name on anything. My name, my name is never on anything. I've never seen my name on anything. I I've, did not say that. My daughter has the same issue. I said, it's just not a very common name. So even as a kid, I never really saw it because it's not a very common name. So it was my mission from that point forward. Oh, I wish I would have said that. Everything in the world you could find with Every Everything. single fucking <laughs> Everything. one. Every time we went into a truck stop or store or convenience store and they had those trinkets, with names, you got like potholders. I have. Spatulas, a, I have two magnets. Your name on. Yeah. Two refrigerator magnets. She has two refrigerator and three magnets. Three keychains. She's got an owl keychain. Yeah. She's got another little keychain that says Angelica, Angelica, and then she's got one that blinks Angelica. <laughs> oh my god! So it, it kind of became a game for him, actually. And every time we go, so I was like, no, 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 I don't need anything no else with my name, name on shit. it, please, no. Yep. She uh, said that uh, just didn't exist. Well, I didn't say that. My daughter, <laughs> when she was young and we'd go on trips or something, the same thing. She was so mad at us for years because we we spelled her name uniquely. It's mm -hmm. A-L-L-I-E. Yeah. Uh, it's not short for Allison. It's not any of that mm -hmm. crap. And, and that is her full name is Allie. Yep. And she was mad at us because yep. you couldn't find that spelling on anything. Nope. My daughters are going to have the same problem. Yeah, Jasmine has a Z in her name and Amari is 
she ain't gonna never find it. So you know, I You're gonna have to go customize. I know I had to customize it. So I am happy now. I have all of these beautiful little chains with my name on it, and I even got these little things from Vegas. Hey, little kids, little you know, because it's legal out there in Vegas. And this yeah, we stopped at three different dispens. We stopped at dispensaries in oh, three yeah. different states. I mean, why not take advantage of it? I mean, I'm just saying. But anyway, <laughs> in short, even with the hat debacle, it was still a great trip because he found a very nice hat store in Phoenix, Arizona, no less. And it was called Heritage Hats. Ran by a 70-year-old man. A super nice guy. And he had like two fucking he, he rooms had, he, full of oh hats. Oh, my God. This guy had so many fucking it was, hats. It was refreshing. I mean, literally, this guy had thousands of hats. It was refreshing because I was like, thank God this man is finally finna get his fucking hat after two days not to mention the day we lost here in minnesota looking for pork pie hats i was really oh, happy they're, they're not they're not a you know as as you would say they're not a popular hat see i collect shit that's easy to get notebooks cups you know anything he goes off and decides he wants to collect stingy brim pork pie hats yeah that's real specific Stingy brim. That's, That's what, what he's wearing. Because of the brim is Yeah, learn. It's tiny. Yeah. The stingy brim pork pie hat. I guess, yeah. I, I was today years old learning that as myself. It, yeah, it, well. I know so much about pork pie hats I, now. Right? I just, you just we learned something. Were, we were you sitting, just learned we something. We were sitting in the Blue Moon restaurant. Blue Moon. I believe it was in, I think it was the morning we left Las Vegas. Blue Raspberry, baby. Blue Raspberry restaurant. <laughs> it, blue I, it was blue something. <laughs> it was blue, fucking good food. It, yeah. was, it was good food. Yeah, and, we were in oh Vegas. Is that the morning we were leaving out? I think that was the morning we were leaving out. And we were at the, the Blue Raspberry getting breakfast. And I had my black pork pie hat on. And I was sitting there and we're sitting there, you know, as we're waiting for food. And there was a black couple behind us and they were an older couple. He, I think he was probably, they're probably in their. He had to be in the 70s. Maybe late sixties. There's no chance I could tell how a, how old a, another nationality person is ever. Well, <laughs> I just can't he do has it. an eye for it. All right, it's, so it's it's, it's hard with black people because they they don't it's crack. It's hard with Asian people. It's hard with any yeah. <laughs> anything. But I turned around and he goes, "Yo, you look good in that hat." <laughs> yes, he did. He was like, "I've been watching you there." And that that, that was the second. He was like, "You look good there." Older black gentleman that told me I look good in my. Pork I like fight. your hat. And I'm. I, I like. I saw the pictures. Yeah. And, and the black one at the grand. That I wore the sharp black, I wore the black one on the show. He likes. He liked his hat. I don't remember. We that. uh. No, that was the first one. I, that was my first one I had. And he told me the night we were walking on the strip. The first night we got there, he said he was getting some. Dirty looks oh. from some guys Ooh. from walking with me. I had one brother me. just look me up and down like, what the fuck are you doing with my sister or a sister? <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of those. Oh, well, yeah, there's going to be that going on. <laughs> but, but I have never experienced that in Minnesota. Oh, no? No. Oh, it's... No. But I ain't pay attention. I, 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 I did. And the, big, the biggest thing about Vegas that I didn't like was all the kids. It was a lot of fucking kids. kids. everywhere. Yeah. You know, I noticed that about, uh, it's got to be almost 10 years ago now. Uh, We've been to Vegas a dozen times at Mm -hmm. least. Mm -hmm. We went on our honeymoon there, you know, 30 years ago. Mm -hmm. And about 10 years ago, it was, I think it was worse than it is now. Mm. There was kids everywhere. I don't know, bro. We couldn't get down the sidewalk 
without being surrounded by children. Oh, well, it was like well, it was there. That's what it was. I mean, children all the way from six months to, to 16, 17 years old. Well, back in the late 80s, maybe early 90s, Vegas went through a big push to make it a family yeah. tourist destination. Mm. Yeah, it, they did. They they tried to push the family-friendly theme, and it, it was getting to be... You might as well be at Disney World, right? Yeah, yeah. it is. It, it, it was it, a buzzkill. And you, you know, you have you have children walking down the street where you have women that have little stars over their nipples and wearing skinny clack clothes. You yep. have advertisements of male strippers at Magic Mike shows, and it's like these kids are walking around till fucking. Yep. I mean, they were walking around all night. And when I would go to Vegas with friends, I mean, I'm not going to watch my mouth. Nope. Right? I, I'm using whatever colorful language I yep. feel like using. Yep. yep. I've actually had parents, and I can understand, but we're in Vegas. Yeah. Exactly. I've had parents say, hey, can you watch your mom? No. You got no. my five-year-old. No. I would have said, fuck I'm like, you. I'm in Las I'm in Vegas. Fuck you. I'm in the, I'm, this is an adult city. Yes. And this is one of the This is not a child city. This is not a city for children to come and hang out and think of that it's cool. This and is this an is one of the reasons why we got city. into it because hey. he kept saying stuff about kids. I was like, somebody else said something to him. And I'm like, honey, this is why you can't fucking say nothing. Just let's just have well, fun quietly. But I have noticed in the last uh, around 10 years, maybe a little less than 10 years, they are no longer pushing that family-friendly well, message, was, I, I don't but know. there's still a lot of kids. Well, there's still I, kids there. I don't know if it was because we were there on July 4th. It was it, over I July. doubt it. Because them fucking fireworks weren't even yeah. that spectacular. You could have got a better show and, and, here I, in Minnesota. I got to go on a little rant here. Oh, boy. What the fuck is the deal with the fireworks? Why are fireworks so ooh and ah? They're all the fucking same fireworks. They're pretty. They're not like Gandalf fireworks where it's a fucking dragon goes coming up there at you. and spits out a little bit and then all of a sudden a dragon is flying at you. They're the same fireworks that I saw when I was fucking 10 years old. Are the same fireworks today. They're very but yeah, fancy. Everybody's like, ooh, ah, ooh, take a picture. Okay. Ooh. okay. So you're a fireworks hater. And so, he all right, is. I whatever. Like I, I just love fireworks. Them. There's no, they haven't, with all the technology we have, you would think they would come up with a little bit better fireworks. Things that the explode same. are fun. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, Vegas was fun. It got fun last night. Um, we got drunk and said, I got fucked up, y'all. I was fucked up. Oh, as you saw by the picture. Is, I don't even remember how it got that bad. I think after we made up, we both just made a pact that we was just going to make the fucking best of it. Like, you got a hat. We're going to get you a hat. Well, we're going to get you a hat. Fuck it, let's just have fun. So we ended up at Cabo Wabo where the glasses. I remember we started there and then the rest is a fucking blur. I remember sitting at the bar with Tony. I remember getting the limo and then it was morning. <laughs> oh yeah, some girl gave me a fucking strip dance, which was awkward because I didn't really want the fucking dance. She asked even, me. I was like, no, thank I'm you. I'm like, you you know, these two guys here. <laughs> Great. And so I felt bad for her, so I gave her some money. <laughs> And they was like, why are you looking? I'm like, I have the same <laughs> shit she's flopping in front of me. No, I don't want to look. Just make it rain on her so she'll go away. <laughs> she just want money. So the strip club wasn't that exciting for me, but we were up all night. And then after Vegas, we, we went to, well, after Vegas, we went to Hoover Dam and then we went to Arizona. Arizona. Stayed with Steve. Got uh, to meet Steve. Steve and Trooper. And Steve is got taller. Got your Brazos coin. Got, got my Bravos yep, coin. Steve is taller than I thought he would be in person. Yep, I don't know why he's, I thought he was going to be short. He's not as big as I thought. He, like, uh, his, 
on, on screen, you know, his head's like this big. <laughs> his head really isn't that big. It's a lot smaller than that. He's a very normal, good-looking guy. He has a girlfriend. I, oh, his girlfriend is very nice. I keep trying to tell Steve to send me some promo pictures that we can use in our, you know. I we snap Promotional the material. So that we, we did, we had some? a picture of all four of us. Yeah, we got You know what? Or all six of us. How did that not get in there? I don't. I don't know where it is. It, it, I think it was on Who's your phone. But yeah, he just. I I have to steal things from the video to. Yeah. To do He's a little camera shy, but I he think is. I think we we got it. We got them all to take a pic together. We forgot to get one of Mike and Connie. Yes, we did. We totally forgot to get one uh, of y'all. So we got to come back to Colorado and literally have dinner with you guys we again, a, so we can we, get a get a picture. We met a, and I hope she's watching. Dion, are you watching tonight? She's, oh, you Dion and Oscar. Dion and Oscar from South Dakota. We met them when we partied at the Deadwood uh, in Deadwood. Nice, the Number Ten Saloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the original Number Ten because the original Number Ten was closed when we got down there. But it was there off right next door. It's a bigger saloon with a dance with a stu- uh, stage, and they had a band that night. The rest of Deadwood is pretty much closed, but they were open till two. We oh. laughed it up in there though. We got, we oh, kept yeah. it live we, in there. We livened up in there. We, we kept it live up in there. We kept it live yeah, up in was, there. Then we met we met Dion and, and Oscar. Who we I we uh Dion and I became friends and she I she liked our show. Nice. So hopefully she's watching. He was plugging the shit out of Grey Matters everywhere Hell we yeah, I ran went. out of cards. He nice. was plugging the show. I will say Dude, that. I'm in Vegas, right? And we're walking in Vegas. You know, there's people out on Vegas, panhandlers, you yeah. know, and whatnot. And there people are saying, you know, come listen to me for 10 minutes and support me. I, I'm working out on the strip, you know, trying to make money, blah, 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 blah. So this guy comes up to me and he goes, yo, dude, what's up, man? He goes, my name is so-and-so. I got, you know, here's my card. I got a podcast. You know, we're just out here on the strip asking for, uh, for donations. You know, I, I do a podcast every week. I go, no shit. Yeah, you give him a card. Hold out my wallet. I go, Connie, Connie. I do a podcast every week, too. <laughs> he sure and, and he goes, what? I go, this is my podcast. I do it with my wife. We do it every Friday. We go live every Friday night on Rumble and I take and, donations. And he read the same yeah. shit right back to really? him. Yeah. He really like, did. And, well, before I whipped out my card, he was like, yeah, you know, yeah, we take donations, you yeah, know, because yeah. we're just trying to make a living. And then I whipped out my card. And I said, you know, I do my own podcast. It's called The Great Matter Show with my wife, my buddy from high school. And he's like, what? I go, yeah. I said, I tell you what. How about you donate to me and I'll donate to you and we'll call it a wash. There we go. What? <laughs> he yeah, we'll see it. you later. He showed it. I was <laughs> like, Talking about your picture with Connie and Mike. Connie says she thought of that after and yeah, oh. you can come back anytime. She- yes. <laughs> Ain't no more funny you say that right. So, you know, after y'all left, we went back to the hotel and he had a few drinks and he was like, Maybe they're going to come back. And I was like, oh, honey, you got late. You know, they probably just want to go relax. We relax. We relax it. And as soon as we leave out the next day, I was like, shit, I wish they would have came. We're supposed to get the fucking picture of them. <laughs> <laughs> so we wish y'all would have came to the hotel because that would have been a perfect chance to get the picture. So, yeah, we definitely got to come back. And I found some beer. <laughs> Nine and a half percent. Strong stuff. Very strong. <laughs> was that the night you threw up in it the was. bush and it was of that beer the that made me uh, hotel? Up. So the morning we get ready to leave, my very delicate and very classy husband, right? He done loaded the car. He done woke me up. We all loaded up, ready to go. 
I'm sitting in the front seat watching him. He get in the car. He get out. He casually go walk about maybe two and a half feet up in front of the car. It's a nice little neatly cush bush. I look over. He like <laughs> right to the bush and just come walking right back like he ain't did nothing. I was just like got oh in the car God. and away we went. Yeah, I mean, just see him and just hurling in the bushes. I was like, yep, that's it was no fun until somebody throws up. Right? That's right. You know, and we have we have places to go and people to see. You know, we can't be fucking hanging out and throwing up. Get it done with. Done deal. We're gone. He just chunked it and threw it. And I can't laugh too hard because I swear that night y'all saw the limo. The night we stayed up all night. It was like 6.30 when we got back to Planet Hollywood. Around 9, 30, 10, the throw up monster came to visit me. So I was blowing I, I, I chunks. I seem to remember somebody sleeping in a bathtub I after was, a wedding. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> I like to stay close to the porcelain when I've been drinking, okay? I just feel safer next to it. Actually, she was sleeping on the floor, yeah. and there was a big pile of throw-up in the bathtub. I did not. Okay, you're being excessive. I did not throw up on our honeymoon. Thank right. you very much. Enough. Just in Vegas. And that was the first time partying with him and Tony. All the time I've been to Vegas, I ain't never blow chunks, but I party with you one night, and I'm sick as a dog. So, so my God, you guys had quite it the adventure. It was amazing it, 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 it was it, and one thing that i did is that there's places now that we want to go on separate vacations yeah, we want to go seven days in deadwood or the badlands area yeah yep we want to go seven days in, in cheyenne we want to go seven days basically in, seven days back to everywhere yeah. we went it just it Whatever just made us want to go back don't go to vegas for seven days no we won't last seven days <laughs> no. in vegas we're gonna go to vegas for like three days three days three time. days is all three you days. need that's it yeah we're that gonna go for like this vegas, winter, we're gonna go for like three days a weekend that's yeah. it but y'all that was basically our honeymoon that's why uh last friday when you guys were on with steve we were trying to call in but we were somewhere in the fucking black hills in the forest. No, no we were, we were, uh, cause we had, <laughs> well, we were at you. Grand Canyon. Yeah, we were at the Grand Canyon because we had FaceTimed you. Yeah. Before uh, the show. Yeah. Reception we were, wasn't we that were, great. We were actually had left the Grand Canyon and we were coming down the Grand Canyon and we were in, I mean, we were driving on roads that. There were no poles. There was nothing. There was nothing. <laughs> I mean, nothing. Like nothing, y'all. So just imagine driving. All you can see is just. Make sure you got gas. Desert. You know, and, and one thing that I thought. Desert. When we were driving. Desert. And we would see a sign that says. Podunk no Town. Services no services. For a hundred miles. Yeah. Which means there's no gas. There's nothing. Nothing for a hundred miles. So if you don't have your car ready to go, you know, at any time, and I just thought about these electric vehicles driving in these rural states like Utah and Wyoming and... Yeah, what are you going to do? Where are you going to get a charging station? You better have a solar panel on top of your car. Yeah, so right, right, right. Well, I mean, you're tootling along in your electric vehicle and you got a three-hour charge. I mean, fuck, I averaged 500... I think I did it. I added it out. It was like 560 miles a day we did. 4,800 divided by 11. You know, it's like yeah. 500 miles a day. 300. I don't know. But yeah, you just, I don't know. Cause it was some days you didn't drive at all. We say like two or three days. In well, Vegas. I know, but over the whole stretch, I yeah. mean, the, the very first day I drove 20 hours, the very last day. I drove like 16 hours. Yeah, he pushed it a less. Yeah, so I mean, you were doing far more than 500 miles in a single stretch. Right. Mm -hmm. But I, I just kept, when I'm driving through these rural areas and I kept seeing just open plain. Yeah. 
I mean, literally, as far as the eye can see, you see nothing but nothing. And, the, you know, if you're out there in an electric vehicle and you don't have enough charge to get where you're going. You're fucked. I mean, you are because. Okay. <laughs> what are you going to do? So speaking of going somewhere you're go you don't want to go. You're going to walk to the next convenience store and say, um, I need a charge. You got a long, you got a mile long extension cord. Um, <laughs> speaking of, so when we were the hotel after Planet Hollywood, I guess that would be Arizona, right? Yes. I go in my suitcase. Oh yes, I remember. Oh my god. Just you know, after a couple of days, you've been wearing stuff. You need to shift stuff around, reorganize. Just kind of get. I had a bunch of shit. You know, we I had clothes that I was trying to refold and. I lift up a piece of clothing, and what do I see? Oh, yeah, you told me about that. <laughs> a fucking lizard. A gecko? She she killed a gecko. She murdered. There was murdered a, a gecko, gecko you know in my gecko suitcase. You gecko in commercials? It yeah. was fucking gross. <laughs> oh, she wigged. I she was not wigged. okay for, like, 20 minutes. I literally had to, like, go into crisis. <laughs> Calming mode. First off, I had to get rid of it. So I thought I th you just didn't like bugs. Oh no, critters. Oh no, <laughs> any critter. reptilian dude. When critters. we were at, when we were at, uh, uh, we, I didn't see any pictures. No, of, it was horrible. Of Devil's Tower in our in our segment, and we have any pictures of Devil's Tower? I don't Tower? think we sent them any. No, I thought I did. I oh yeah, we did. When we were doing this little deal here. Oh yeah, well he, oh, you can't put but them all in there. When we just when we got to Devil's Tower and we started walking around, because you can do there's two trails. One's 1.6 miles, mm -hmm. and the other one's like two and a half miles. So we did the 1.6 one. As soon as we started walking, rattler. I just about stepped on the fucker. Fucking rattlesnake. <laughs> See, I'd be out. The I'm, rattlesnake. I'm back to the car. I, I, I was I was literally putting my foot down, nope. and the person walking this way goes, dude, a snake. And and I, I raised what, it up, and, this, and it and went right by. this is what by. I love about calm white people. Y'all don't let nothing scare y'all. So I'm walking <laughs> she's, up calm. She's almost back to the car. I would have been. I'd be right and, with and you. She like, she's like, just be careful when you step there. There's just a little rattlesnake. I'm like, bitch, you got me fucked up. Like I was getting the fuck out of Dodge faster than she let the words She's, come out of her mouth. When she saw that gecko, yep. when she saw that gecko in her suitcase, she literally ran to the other side of the room and did this. <laughs> no, see, I, I'm good with geckos and insects and all that in kind of stuff. Suitcase, That's, yeah, it happens. But now, if I had seen that snake, my feet wouldn't have touched the ground till I got back they to the car. The other nice white lady that was sitting uh, there observing all this, she was like, well, I tell you what, you did about face when she said that. I was like, you damn right. You still sit there. Your ass went to get Yeah, bit. this woman, this snake was like four, three feet from her. Nope. She just sat there. She's sitting nope. there watching it. I do not do stinks. Oh, but Steve gave me the worst comforting explanation for this, the lizard in my suitcase. So I'm sitting here telling him about it. Here he go in his very analytical voice. He says, you know, sometimes they're attracted to moisture. And I'm sitting across the table for him like, is that supposed to comfort me? What the fuck is that supposed to yeah, mean? What, what the like, there's no moisture in my suitcase. You got your wet suit, suit uh, swimsuit I in there? I was so upset. I was even more traumatized <laughs> with his comforting tactics. You can tell like, how traumatized like, he still is. And this like, happened like a week ago. It was so vivid. Connie's I mean, was, upset about the gecko. Exactly. 
Exactly. I it mean, was upset you murdered her. Oh, poor gecko, she said. Yeah, you murdered the gecko. First of all, I didn't even fucking know he was in my property. Let's talk about intent, okay? How the fuck did you get in my suitcase? You brought your own self into this situation that brought yourself to a demise. That has nothing to do with me. I'm, I'm curious as to how it got in there, too. But it's a critter. You know, critters know how to get into places that you wouldn't well, think. Look probably, at her. She's still yeah. working out. Because I can see it's it like in when here. We're at, when we're at home and she sees, like, you know, like ants come into your house. Yeah. That's just a normal thing, right? Do yeah. you get ants that come into your Absolutely. house? Absolutely. Connie, I'm sure you, maybe not. You're in Colorado. But we get ants in here in Minnesota. Stupid little sugar ants. Yeah, yeah little sugar ants. The carpenter ants is what you don't really no, want. Yeah. The, the sugar ants. So they'll come in and they'll flood. You know, they'll be like, looks like a thousand of them. Yeah. She literally will go grab, you know, the long. She's moving out. The gr- No, no. You know the, the long <laughs> oh, grill yeah, you lighters? Told me about this. And she goes grab that long grill lighter, and she's just lighting the whole fucking floor on fire. And remember, I haven't done that in a while. Remember how much shit you and I got about doing the micro, the you know magnifying oh, glass yeah. and torch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm an adult. So the point I'm making is the <laughs> lizard was trespassing. Let's call it what it is. He was in a place that he did not have a fair for. He wasn't invited to. And yeah, he must have got crushed by my clothes. I you had know quite a few in there. My analytical mind goes to, you must have had some bugs in there he was going in to eat. Well, we checked the beds for bed bugs. We oh, checked yeah, for bed bugs. Yeah. We, we had clean bed. clothing. We checked every bed for bed bugs. You, I mean, our house is super neat, but we don't bring any bugs or critters with us. Well, where I, you I, I come home every day from work. <laughs> I may have bugs and critters on me, and every time. <laughs> her, what's, what's so amazing is this. This is like the most amazing thing in the world. So both Angelica and her girls are deathly afraid of bugs. Yeah. When, we, when they see a bug in the house, they scream bloody murder, and I have to go save them. Yeah. It's like I'm saving them from a, a velociraptor that has just materialized in their bedroom yes. or in the living room, whatever. And it's about to stick their four-inch claws into them and eat them. Yep. Okay? My daughter's same way with spiders. So Same thing. I work outside yeah. all day long. I brush up against trees. I pull weeds. I, I'm outside all day long. I have bugs on me all day long. You get bugs, yeah. I come home every day. And whether it's her, whether it's her girls, they always want to give me a hug. Now, I like we give hugs when, when yeah. we come home. You know, every day we hug each other because, you know, we're, we're a loving family. But I don't understand. Every time they do hug me after I come home from work, well, you know what I say? Let the bug transferring begin. Yes. <laughs> well, you should know that you wear the highlighter green yellow shirt. I inspect you from the moment you walk in. If yeah. I see something crawling on you, I'm not going to touch you. And, and 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 since you think Let that's the, the bug point, transfer I mean, begin. you no more when you come bug, in from work. Bug Done. transfer. Let Done. it begin. Done. <laughs> anyway, I think that was it. Oh, in Colorado, there was a guy holding a sign that says, I'm too ugly to prostitute. I thought that was actually kind of funny. Yeah. The one thing I will say is that we, as a society, we need to, to the homeless issue that we saw in Las Vegas and Arizona was ridiculous. And I mean, as a society, how can we sit here and say that we are a civilized society when we don't do anything for the homeless? We say we do because we give money to charities, but those charities don't help the homeless. All charities are a fraud. Yes. And every well, fucking especially, charity, especially every, government charities. Every fucking charity is a fraud. The thing about that, 
We yes. helped people out that we saw. We did. And the thing about it is, I, I, as you say, play devil's advocate. There needs to be some accountability at some point. There does. I don't, I'm not disagreeing with that. But when you are seeing people that are completely destitute, that guy we saw at the restaurant we ate at, that we bought him a, a $5, mm -hmm. he was destitute. But he wasn't always like that. No, he wasn't. Some but life he, choices got him there. It, and I understand that, but okay, we can't live in the past. He's at where he's at. Well, it's not living in the past, but, and I, I agree. Why we, is his issue my bill? My, my heart goes out to those people and I want to do things to help them, but I have a problem. And I think a lot of people do when they're looking at someone who's begging for money saying, help, I need food. It, it is so often they're just looking for cash. Well, it, it, but that they're not that, really looking for food. They're looking well, for cash. I, I think we that, bought him food. We I, him I think that is a stigma. It is. And absolutely. I think it's a stereotype because this guy wasn't looking for cash. This guy was looking for food. He was. We bought him a bag of food and the people in front of us bought him a bag of food and he was over there eating it because he was hungry. And, and that's fantastic. And now, I, Trooper, I don't mean to cut you off, but Trooper, what he does on a daily basis yeah. with the homeless. It's unbelievable. These people are, I mean, th yes, they've made bad choices. We've all made bad choices, but- they're at the point of their lives where they're there. They're there. Now, I understand that there are people out there that are doing it as a means of a income, uh -huh. a business. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about the guy like we saw who literally was, I mean, this guy was so dirty. And he was literally just constantly rubbing his stomach. He was standing by the drive-thru. He was malnourished. Yeah, he was thin. I mean, he, he was hungry. And yes, we we absolutely need to do more to help people. And I I personally try to do that. Like you guys, when you see that and you want you can give them some food, I absolutely I'm doing that all the way. I have a hard time giving cash. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah, too. Absolutely. absolutely. I do too. Because you don't know what they're gonna do with it. And yeah. cash and is And I there's very seldom that I will give cash. I have actually had a homeless person holding up a sign saying they needed food. I was downtown doing so. I don't remember what, but I'm like, hey, dude, McDonald's. You want me to get a McDonald's? No, 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 man. I just, I need to get something to eat. I, I'm not eating McDonald's. And I said, well, there's there's other restaurants here. If you'd like, let, I'm going to eat lunch soon. So yeah. I'm. you're welcome to join me for lunch. Where do you want to go? No, no, no. I I, I got to mm -hmm. get some lunch for my family, too. Oh, where your family at? Well, See, I, just I, got, I got two good stories with that. One, I used to work at 7th and Hennepin down in Minneapolis, right above the that's bar fly. downtown Minneapolis. That's for downtown those Minneapolis. Know. That's right where, right downtown. We used to, I worked, my office was right above the bar fly, which is a nightclub in Minneapolis. And we used to go down and, and smoke in the front. And these guys, homeless guys, would come up and they would all say the same story. Hey, man, can I get, you know, a couple bucks? You know, I, I got to get into the shelter. I, you know, I came from Chicago and I lost this and I lost my wallet and my car got stolen. And, you know, they'd all have the same story. Oh, yeah. It's a big, long story. And we knew what they wanted. They wanted money to go around, around the corner to the liquor store because there was a liquor store right around the corner on 7th. And they wanted booze. And most of the time, guys didn't have cash. Most of this is, you know, kind of we removed. This is in the 
2000s, moving into the more the card. Everybody has plastic. Everybody's using a debit card. And they would say, I have plastic, I have plastic. Well, this one guy came and he, there was like six of us out there smoking. And he went around to each one of them and said, I got, you know, they all like, I got plastic, I got plastic. He comes to me. He's he's going to each one of them saying the same thing. I'm from so-and-so, my car got stolen, blah, blah, blah. And he comes to me and he starts. And I said, brother, hold on. And he goes, what? I said, don't give me that same story you just gave those last five guys. Right. I said, I hear it all the time. It's the same bullshit story. Tell me the real reason you want me to give you five bucks. It's so you can go around to the corner and buy some booze and get fucked up. Tell me that. Be honest with me. And I may give you five bucks. Right. But if you're going to sit here and lie to me and tell me this bullshit story about you need six bucks to get into the fucking shelter. <laughs> The homeless shelter you got to pay to get into. I ain't giving you any money. <laughs> when did they start charging admission? Oh, sh- they don't. <clears throat> they don't. So he looks at me and he goes, can I have $5? And I said, why? He goes, because I want to go around the liquor store and get some booze and get fucked up. <laughs> yep, you can have five bucks. Here you go. He went to the next guy, gave him five bucks. He got like 15 bucks. So he's getting good and drunk. Because Nothing he like was, supporting the alcoholism. Well, it's not that. It's, it, 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 it was more about him being honest. And, I would agree. I agree. And saying what he wanted the money for. I tell my daughters that all the time. Now, the truth will set you free. The second time, um, I was dating a girl in St. Paul um, before she went to prison. Um, and it, loud so when you get off on on 94 i can't remember the street but there were always homeless people there on the corner and i this guy his eye was all fucked up he was like he had no eyeball it was just skin and he had his leg was all fucked up and i gave him 20 bucks went and whatever later on her and i went to walmart and I saw the guy walking out of Walmart, and he's carrying two bags, three like three bags of shit. And I looked at him, and he looked at me, and I go, didn't I just see you a little while ago? And he goes, yeah. I said, was that from the money I gave you? And he goes, yeah. I said, you went and bought shit that you needed, right? He goes, yeah. He goes, I, I, he goes you can go get booze or anything? He goes, I don't do that shit. He goes, this is shit I need to live. Right. And I went, you know what? I gave him another 20 bucks. That That's the thing. that There are people truly, truly yeah. in need, mm-hmm. and they are destitute, homeless. They have nothing, and yeah. they have families. And, and yes, but how the hell do we tell the difference? Discernment, right? How do you have discernment? How do you differentiate? Like you said, the accountability. There mm-hmm. has to be some kind of accountability. Yeah, that reminds me of, you know, the time back in Detroit. Because, you know, I back in Detroit, I was really cutthroat. I didn't give bums nothing. After seeing bums and crackheads, you kind of blur them together and you just say, fuck all of y'all. So, you know, I was real, real heartless with bums back in Detroit. But this was as I was coming around. I was in my late 20s. I was on my way somewhere. I don't know. And the guy was at the gas station. He was like, hey, man, you know, help me out. And I was like, get the fuck away from my car. You know, the, the usual shit, right? But then I was like, what do you want? You know, as I was walking to the gas station, he was like, just a couple of bucks, you know? I was like, for what? What are you going to do with it? I was like, I went to work today and get my money. Why the fuck should I give it to you? He was like, I just want a beer. I was like, all right. So I think I had like three dollars. I was like, take it, get the fuck away from my yeah, car. That, Appreciate that, honesty. You know what I'm saying? Well, that, like that guy that was on Seventh and Hennepin, when I looked at him and said what I said to him, he was flabbergasted because he was like, Okay, that's never been said to me before. Mm-hmm. 
And then when I when he asked me for five bucks, and I said why, he said because he wanted to go get drunk, and I gave it to him. The look on his face was like, mm-hmm. that shit actually worked. <laughs> yeah, the truth. Like I learned this, y'all. Y'all know it because y'all watch us here. We all about the truth. Sometimes it will set you free. I try to tell my teenage daughters that because they will be, get caught up in some of the dumbest lying well, shit. I, like some of the Joe Biden lies. Like, come on, man. They ain't even a good lie. You're going to lie to me. Give me a good lie. Well, it reminds me of me when I was younger because I was a lying little fucker when I was a young kid. I, I can't lied. stand a fucking I, and, liar. And I would lie so stupid. Like my dad would come ask me. I'd, he'd get home from work and I'd just get done from swimming in the Curl River, which I wasn't allowed to do. And I'd come walking up to the house soaking wet. He'd be like, where were you? Oh, uh, I don't know. Were you swimming in the river? No. Get no. in the house. You get your <laughs> you're, you're, getting, you're getting a whooping, dumbass. Or, anyway. Go ahead. I was going to get back to some of the, uh, the the notes I had about the little doohickey shit, but go ahead. Oh, no, no, it was pointless. It was? Yeah. So, yeah, it's... It's rough. The The homelessness is everywhere. I mean, we you saw it probably, well, I know I've seen it myself as well down in the Southern States. It is rampant and mm-hmm. everywhere. We don't get quite as much here or exposed quite as much in no. Minneapolis, but because of the winters, it kind of the clears winters. them out, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. But it's amazing. I've been downtown. We've got homeless encampments well, she, all over. I used to I used to take food down to an encampment. Um and that was a fucking chore. But I was I was afraid actually, but he didn't even want me going down there. All the people that she met down there were nice and cordial and I mean it's it's real. Like they I don't even know how they got this field, but they get this field and they create these encampments and these well, they just move in to parks and fields yeah. and wherever they find open space. I don't space. even know yeah. how I found them, but I did. And we saw, we saw, we, at we saw little and, tent cities in, in Nevada and Arizona in the city. I started working. I mean, with we Long didn't go Lake. like a downtown Phoenix, but in the suburbs. Yeah. You know, Long Lake Food Show started being a, a sponsor, I guess you can call them that. And they would, I would go out there every Thursday, they would load up my car. I would go to Walmart and just add shit to it, canned goods, whatever, you know, make sandwiches, donuts. And you did it for a few months and it just got over, a little bit overwhelming, didn't it? It got overwhelming. And honestly, I started working as the nail tech and just, I was doing it by myself. I was trying to get somebody to kind of help me take it on. Honestly, I think I might start back doing it and kind of recruit the girls to help me because it really did do some good. I mean, just taking that food down there and they would be so gracious. And everybody, oh, who are you with? Or who are you, where are you from? I'm, I'm me. I'm from America. I think we need to do America. that more <laughs> Like, I'm not society. with anybody. I, and I, it, I just, it would, they, everybody would ask me that. Who are you with? What I church would, are you from? Or who are you? society, if we did that, I mean. It was me. It was just th- me. And I understand where you're coming from as far as like the, the, the people that are doing it. Because I saw a documentary well, we had a big news report here in Minnesota, remember, that, that evening news about, oh, it's got to be between five and ten years ago, they did kind of a big expose about a group that was panhandling throughout the Twin Cities. Yeah. And they had, it was at least 20 people, and they were all living in a very large home that they were renting. They had one guy that would drive around and collect from everybody. And they, they pooled all their money, right? And they were living almost like in a commune. Yeah. And I bet they were making thousands they of dollars. They were clearing. It was over $100,000 a year. Yeah. 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 Steve, it, I didn't have a problem with trash and looking dirty. I could probably get into that industry. 
you know? <laughs> I don't so, knock I mean, nobody when, else, when so we I don't Ve- knock when the we were in Vegas, When we were in Vegas and we're walking up and down the strip, some of those people would have a five-gallon bucket where people were putting money, and it would be stacked with cash. Yep. The one, two people we were talking to, the one guy, he does uh, drums on pots and pans and buckets yeah. and shit. He says, I've been all over the country. He says, I've been $100,000 in a year. Oh, and that I am perfectly fine with. That person is making a yeah. living, yeah. utilizing their own art yeah. mm-hmm. and, and putting it before people. People find value yeah. mm-hmm. in the entertainment and yep. they are paying yeah. for the service. No, I agree. Yeah. No problem. Now yeah. that I agree with you there, Kevin, because it was quite a fucking and show. And I don't I don't view that as panhandling. Not at all. I think that's goods and services or that should fall under goods and services. Well, there's, there's a different name they call that. People that go and play on the streets. The thing you were talking, though, about multiple people, remember that intersection we were at? Was oh, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were literally like mm-hmm. seven people at every point of this intersection. There was a there was a person with a sign. Yep, I've seen that. Well, don't worry about the signs coming from the White House about the cocaine and them trying to figure out who did it because the case is <laughs> oh, closed. So don't you worry a, about this, that. This I'm just letting you know. This is such a fucking joke. Uh, uh, it, is, it is such a fucking joke that... The, the Secret Service. Can we has, clap it up for that transition, though? That was super smooth. Yeah, I yeah, slid that in there, right? That the was Secret like, Service yeah. has officially closed the cocaine case, and they have no idea who it was. They have no idea where it came from. That is so bullshit. They have no idea where that it belonged. Bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. That you know, is you know what it is, Jesse? Truth. You know what this is? What? Fucking planet. Okay, say that all again because nobody heard you. Nobody heard you. <laughs> you're it, you're right. It is absolutely one of the most secured buildings in the entire world. Mm-hmm. They have every name of every person that went through that door from the time mm-hmm. when the locker was empty until they found it. They know every single name. Mm-hmm. Yep. They know mm-hmm. who came in, who went out, who was at, who that, they actually know who fucking had that locker. Yeah. yeah. There's no doubt in my mind they know who had that because all those There's lockers get separate again, keys, don't they? Yeah. All those lockers get separate keys, don't they? I, I've never been there. but I ain't been there. You know, I asked Steve this exact question last week because he has been there. And, Connie, you're right. It was Hunter's. Uh, <laughs> we know, girl. We know. You know we know that. Steve said, because <laughs> I asked him if he had been through this exact entrance. It was the West Executive entrance. Mm. And... He said he hasn't been, he's been in the West entrance, but not the executive entrance because that one's even more controlled, but he's been throughout all. He knows where it all is. He's, he's seen it and whatnot. But the fact of the matter is no chance. He said (laughs) somebody got through the door with cocaine on their person. The only people that could possibly do it would be the first family. Ooh. Only people. Well, yeah. The only people that will not get searched or gone through any type of security would be the first family. The first family. It was Hunter Biden. Absolutely it was Hunter Biden or Joe Biden or Jill. Hell, all the motherfuckers probably do coke. Yeah, all of them probably I mean, do it. 
have you, this motherfucker slipped on another steps going up to another plane. Did you see that? <laughs> when? Not recently. Not since Yes, yes. Within the last couple of days. He's a stumbling. Well, he was going up the step. He, he fucking goes. slipped. Did you see him at the fucking summit meeting? He was standing around and all these people are telling their, pretty much that was when they told Zelensky, we ain't going to help you and you ain't joining NATO, so go fuck yourself. Oh, and, no, no, no. He can join NATO. After the war. Yeah, but as far as the war goes, <laughs> did you see Biden stand there like... <laughs> yeah, he is probably out of his fucking gore. He's coked he out of his gore. He had no fucking clue where he was. He had no, no clue where he, he None. was. He's back to sniffing babies. Do you see that? Now, mm, now weirdo. imagine if this cocaine was found in Trump's White House. Man! Uh, what what the fuck would the, the world play that song? That would be the media. Yes, that would be liberals and the media would be losing, losing. their fucking mind and they would be screaming for impeachment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Screaming at the top of their lungs for impeachment. We have drugs in the White House now. It's time for impeachment. It's really the, I think Steve said it last week, the degradation might be the word he used of the office itself. The, exactly. The, the, the disgrace, the filth. Well, um, I, I just I, being. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please forgive. But like he was saying, though, the, the Secret Service's job. Yeah is not to protect those individual people per se. I mean, that, that it falls into it, but they're the higher job that they have <coughs> is to protect the office of the yeah. presidency, yeah. which means you also prevent the office yeah. from being embarrassed. Mm. Why do you think the secret service no. snuck Marilyn Monroe exactly. through the tunnels underneath the white house so she could go fuck John FK? I mean, she was hot. I feel like we should just make sure we throw that out there. She could have did that. She could have did that in Vegas. We were walking. Did you see our ladies and gentlemen where she was wearing that green dress? Yeah, yeah. It was the black dress. Or actually. black got dress. That vent thing. And oh she's walking. God. And all of a sudden she walks over a vent and it does that. And she just did that. And I'm like, Dude, let's do the Marilyn Monroe, and she wouldn't do it. No, she because do it. I was almost embarrassed that my cooch mooch was on display on Las Vegas Boulevard. I had to pull my dress down. Thank God. But anyway, the point I was making before Were you, you going commando really, or something? <laughs> maybe it was my honeymoon. But listen, uh, the point is. <laughs> Hello. It was a honeymoon. It was my honeymoon and I was with my husband. Anyway, so the point I'm making about the degradation of, of the office is I just think it's symbolic. Like it just really just shows like everything they do to try to keep these people's nose literally clean. They expose just how filthy they are. I'm to the point now where I'm literally laughing. Like, I wonder what's going to be next. Like, all we need now is hookers and blow coming out the White House. Uh, and we know well, it's a good time. Well, I mean, I said this months ago when Biden had his gay pride parade fucking, mm -hmm. you know, shit. It's just, it's just one more step. Was it's just one more boobs, step. It's just one more know, step. To everybody and flopping his boobs out there, his surgically his, altered boobs. His overall demeanor of weakness and incoherence and confusion. And and just plain, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, it was it so really presidential. Shows, oh, yeah, it is. It, it shows it, you know, where we are as as America right I, now. I'm telling you, this little girl they just showed this week, he's he's back to sniffing babies. And there's this the mom holding this little girl. Jesus. Maybe, you know, she's a toddler, right? 
And he, Biden's going I, right up to this girl. He's making some weird noises and stuff. And, and the girl is on mom's shoulder going, Terrified. Oh, he's, a, he's a pedophile. Get and, away from me. And he's a fucking he, pedophile. And, and, and mom is like offering her up to him. Uh huh. Because she's a fucking groomer. So, yeah. you know what, Joe Biden, while you sniffing random babies, you need to be making your ass on down to Arkansas and sniff Navy, your fucking seventh grandchild that you and your trifling ass son ain't got the balls to fucking invite to Christmas and all them fucking bullshit parades. You know what? Fuck y'all. Because that's wrong. You don't do that to no kids, man. That's really fucking well, wrong. You don't yeah. think that little girl going to grow up Will not and see how y'all fucking denying her and y'all ain't putting up a stock in that Christmas and y'all doing that shit to her, man, imagine, that's fucked up. Imagine if that was Trump, one of Trump's kids that was doing this. He'd yeah. be plastered all over the media. Shitty grandpa. He'd fighting. Plastered all over the media. Fighting to prevent the yes. kid to get the Biden name. Can you believe that? They're fighting in court to prevent this yeah. child from bearing but the father's name. Well, I'm sorry, but I, I, I probably anyway. would not want the Biden Why name Why would you either. want that name any fucking yeah, way? I wouldn't, there's no fucking way. You could have given me a million dollars in the state. Oh, no. I don't but want the But the thing the, is, the, mama, the mama makes me name. think like, well, are you thinking about the welfare of the child or are you thinking about your welfare? Is well, this your payday or what's best for her? Because at this point, it might be best for her to keep your name and keep them fucking checks and letting that girl live a normal life, not associating with them people and just be fine. Oh, but he he got it. He got the child care reduced. Yeah. Well, whatever so he doesn't have to give any money. Or, uh, he's, well, he's some, but it's Whatever less. he's paying, this, it's, this guy, it's something. He, this, you know, he's fucking scamming the system, yes. But whatever he's paying, he is paying something. That's better than nothing. blows my mind is that this fucking cocksucker, Hunter Biden, who's a crack smoking whole fucking pedophile. He's a pile of shit, right? Mm-hmm. We know he's one. a pedophile. He had pedophile one. and pornographic images on his computer. We know it was his computer. And why this fucker isn't in jail blows my mind. This is just how our society yep. has gone. Well, yep. These satanic demon motherfuckers have taken our society. They've turned it into a bunch of fucking homosexual, transgender fucking pedophiles. I'll tell you why he's not in jail. Because whenever somebody speaks up against the Bidens, they get they, clip. Well, the like latest Clintons. whistleblower, the yeah. latest whistleblower is now being charged with crimes. Oh, what kind of crimes? I wonder. Uh, they're trying to say he was an unregistered foreign agent. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's, that's one of their, their go-to is unregistered foreign agent. He's an unregistered foreign agent. He's operating on behalf of a foreign government. No, he was, he has never. He's come out and said... I am not a foreign agent. I have never been a foreign agent. I do not work with foreign governments mm. at all. This is completely dreamt up shit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I If the guy is an <laughs> unregistered foreign agent, then that's a huge problem in my book. But so far, I haven't seen any kind of evidence to say he was. Well, But that's how they operate. They if project you, their crimes onto everybody else. If you threaten to expose them, they are going to bring unholy lawfare on your ass. Well, that is terrifying. And this, this again, this if, if you haven't read Pawns in the Game, you need to read Pawns in the Game. This all goes back to the international bankers, the House of Rothschild, these rich oligarch motherfuckers that have been around for a thousand years that have orchestrated every civil war, every revolution, every war in history. 
Well, yeah, this it's standard and they're doing operating the same, procedure. They're doing the same thing right now. Yeah, it's called well, lawfare. Yeah. They it, use the laws against you. Yep. yep. And not only that, but the color revolution that they've done in the United States for the past 60 years with making homosexuality normalized. Now they're making the transgenderism is all getting normalized more and more each day. And now they're moving towards pedophilia. Anti-pedophilia laws being re repealed in Minnesota. They're passing pro-pedophilia laws in other states on the East Coast, in Massachusetts, I believe. I could be wrong, but I did read something about where they literally passed laws that make it illegal to call somebody a pedophile. Get Michigan, the fuck out well, of here. No, Michigan is, has passed a law, I don't know if it's in effect yet, passed a law to make it a felony to uh, mis mislabel or use the wrong pronouns against somebody. Yes. So if I call you a he or him, something like that, if you know, I'm using the wrong pronoun, mm -hmm. you're a woman, you should have a feminine pronoun, right? Mm -hmm. And he has a masculine pronoun. If you misuse that, it's you, supposedly going to be a felony. I don't know how on earth that's going to pass the, the constitutional test. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But it's First Amendment freedom of speech. It absolutely. It, it, if it, I want to call doesn't. you a dude, I can. That's up to me. Yeah, That's my it business. Doesn't. It's it, and, and the other thing is that I am so sick and tired of this, and I'm sorry, the transgender movement and being pushed down my throat. If you think you're a dude and you're not, you're a girl and you think you're a dude, more power to you. That's fine what you want to believe. Do not. Connie, you're exactly right. That adult attracted person or youth attracted Minor yeah. attracted person. You're a fucking pedophile. Shit. Yeah, you're it's, a it's pedophile. called MAP. It's called MAP. Minor oh. attracted person. Minor attracted person. Good God. I swear to God, if somebody used the acronym and said, yeah, I'm a MAP, I'm about to blow your shit clean the fuck back. You might want to get away well, from me. LBGTQ plus. The plus is pedophilia. Oh, I have no doubt. And that's why they're grooming children in schools with, with drag queens and transgender people in story time because they're grooming children for pedophilia. They are trying to make pedophilia normalized. Now, the movie Sound of Freedom is blowing all these other movies away. Yeah. Have you seen it? I did. I went and saw it. Actually, the night before, official opening was July 4th, and Sarah and I went and saw it on the uh, 3rd. What's that, baby? We didn't see it. No, this, it's about, I believe it's about child trafficking. It is. Yeah. It, it is a, a former um, Department of Homeland Security agent who was working against, you know, child porn. And he would he would bust people with child porn and, and things like that in the United States. And one of the opening lines in the very beginning, he's working with another agent and it, it's getting to him. He, I mean, this is horrible shit, right? Yeah. And he says to the other guys, well, you know, how many people have you busted? He says, couple hundred and he said well how many kids have you saved and he said none you know so he literally leaves his job he does end up well he didn't quite leave his job he saved this one little boy and then he ended up the boy had a sister and he tries to work out of the country to save the sister and other kids and you know he works for department of homeland security so they're like dude you you got to come home we're, we're homeland security not Broadland security. We're not Columbia security. You know, right. he literally quit his job and started rescuing kids. Yeah, it, it, because this this problem, this it, is why the the culture in our society has shifted to this type of of society. Child trafficking is the 
fastest growing criminal enterprise in the world today. Well, they've been doing it for decades. They have, but it is only number two to drugs right, right. now. And right. The, the projections are it will overtake drugs. Right. It overtook freaking uh, weapons trafficking. Yeah, because, because human trafficking and child trafficking are the number one currency on the planet. That, the number one currency on the planet is human trafficking and child trafficking. And Joe Biden yep. is, the, is number the number one human trafficker and child trafficker on the planet. If you go see the movie, you got to stay till the end after the credits. The actor who portrays this agent gives a little speech and some facts. These are the facts I'm, I'm mentioning to you. So if you go see the movie, stick around for the, the after the credits. But the other... The other stat, the fact that just blew my mind, this is the last one I'll tell you. He says, there is more human slaves in the world today yep. than at any point in history. Yep, I believe that. Even when slavery was legal. I believe that. I believe that. And what does the left continue to push? Slavery? Only one type of slavery. The only type of slavery that the left seems to think that is... There's no other slavery ever in the history of our human civilization. Except for black people. Except yep. for the, 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 the slavery of the black people by white people. In, South, in the Southern American state. Yeah. It never existed anywhere, anywhere else. Nowhere else. else. Nowhere white else. people didn't enslave other white people. Chinese, they weren't enslaved. And white people were never enslaved. Yeah, oh, white, no. No, white people were never enslaved. Nope, Even, by not, other not white people. Not the 1.5 million European sailors that were captured by Muslims. Um, not black people enslaving and, other black and people. And put into slavery. That, yeah. that didn't happen. The so Chinese, white people need to pay black people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. California's working on it. Um, well, I heard, a very, <laughs> I heard a very telling thing that out of the last 20 presidents, yeah, the only one's ancestors to not own slaves is Donald J. Trump. Well, Biden told us he was going to put y'all back in chains. Biden told y'all that. So. All of the other presidents, we're talking Reagan, oh, Obama, yow. all their ancestors owned slaves. I don't know if that's 100% true. I haven't corroborated it. I heard another little telltale tale that uh, most of our presidents are descendants from kings of England. Hmm. And I, after reading the William Guy Carb, the, the pawns in the game, I kind of believe that because these international bankers who have been controlling everything for a thousand fucking years. Think about this. These people have been controlling shit for a thousand years. A thousand years they've been in control. Yeah. I'll say it again. A thousand years. I, I would suspect they've. Are still in control. I would suspect that it That's goes that even more money. than a thousand years. Now. If there's if they're they're able to maintain control for a thousand years and be able to manipulate and control certain aspects of our history, like the Revolutionary War, our Revolutionary War, mm -hmm. the French Revolution, the Spanish Revolution, the Russian Revolution, World War One, World War Two, they were able to manipulate and control so that those things started when they wanted them to start. And the countries that were in those where they wanted to be in. This is, a, I mean, these people that are, and they're in, I believe they're in control today. I believe Biden is a puppet. Absolutely. He's Obama's a puppet. A puppet. Yeah. Soros is somewhat of a puppet. He's a higher puppet 
But he's higher than like Obama. Oh yeah, he. But he he's not as higher. high as a Rothschild. He's, he's, he's not as high as a Rockefeller. No, but he's he's up there with the money, and he's in the banking game too. I think Bill Gates is somewhat of a puppet. Because again, Bill Gates is being used. But he's rubbing shoulders with those guys. Right, but he's being used. That's what these that's what one thing I learned about the pawns of the game is that these specific international bankers will use whoever they want. Yeah, they will never get their hands dirty. They no. will never let this they stuff use trace back. Whoever to them. they want to get the job done. So like Bill Gates with all his money and all his NGOs and the Bill Gates Foundation, mm -hmm. they're using him. Duh. Duh. Well, last week Steve gave you guys a, a reading list and and all of us. He gave all of us a reading list and I put it up on the comments for last week's show if you missed it then in Don't the start comments. Sucking up to me now, woman. But I honestly, after the show last week, I went on the computer and I ordered every title <laughs> that he said. So I bought Pawns in the Game. I bought Killing Patton. I bought When China Attacks. I bought Deep Survival. And I bought the rise and fall of the Roman Empire. Are you okay? What five different, five titles. Well, I, I, I'm serious. I just okay. I, Kevin. So I, I've read three of them now. I read um, when China attacks, Killing Patton, and Deep Survival. I read those this week. And you just, read three books in a week. Yeah. Do you work? He's a speed reader. I read fast. I just got today. Are I you Superman? <laughs> I got uh, Pawns in the Game came in the mail today. The, now, the rise and fall of the Roman Empire, that one's probably going to take me two weeks because there's six volumes to it, oh. six books. You know what blows my fucking mind? What's that? All the fucking volumes in Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. Damn. Damn, Kevin. You make me want to step my read game up. I need to take a speed reading class. Can I you like imagine how read. much you could fucking get no, done if you could speed read? I When I get done with work... Sarah's usually watching something. Oh, you or, don't really or, have a life. So or that's playing her Call I get of Duty. I work and I'll, I'll read for three, four hours. His yeah. wife likes to play video games, so. Let her play. <laughs> Sarah well, can lose hours playing. Play. I know, but usually it's the husband who likes to play video <laughs> games. In their marriage. She gets her stress out. Uh, okay. Sarah don't, plays don't, the games. Don't pay attention to my wife here because my wife will sit down and she'll play Grand Theft Auto and all she'll do is run around and blow shit up and kill cops and murder people and blow shit up and kill cops well, and murder people you know, and I blow shit up. She should do that shit for hours. It's very therapeutic, okay? Sarah plays Resident Evil and she got the unlimited rocket launcher. See? Okay? So yeah, yeah she runs that's around what she she does. and just blows up zombies Man. for a couple hours and it gets the stress I personally like to blow up unsuspecting tourists or people yeah. on the beach yeah. that She don't likes see to blow coming. up innocent civilians and run them over with their car and go up to them and execute them right on the street and blow them up. Some would say I'm a minute society, but luckily it's just a game and I'm not going to do anything in real life. You right? know what I saw once? Remember years ago when they said, uh, yeah, that violence in those video games is causing children to be violent. Well, it desensitizes everybody to violence. Well, it does. But, <laughs> you know, when they said about the guns, you know, yeah. they're shooting guns. Well, this mom took her son, her like nine-year-old son, who played video games, played video games, you know, just played them all the time, first-person right. shooter games, brings them out to a gun range, gives them an AR-15. He, you know, there's a, you know, yeah. professional guy there that teaches them, shows them how to hold it. And the kid, about nine years old, and he's got an AR-15 on his shoulder. Yeah. Boom! 
drops the gun, I'm done. bursts into tears, <laughs> literally like this. Boom. <laughs> I mean, it was like Niagara Falls right then and there. As soon as that gun popped off, it was out of his hand in a millisecond and Niagara Falls. And he just bawled. That yeah. is not funny. She and should have started with a smaller and what, gun. No, no. What she wanted to show uh-huh. him. Because he was, he was like, yeah, I could shoot, you know, I'm, I'm okay. And, well, yeah, he's you know, a big man. And- he's a big man. So she wanted to show, okay, you really want to know what a gun is? Here's a gun, shoot it. Hmm. And he had no fucking clue. Those video games really don't give you a clue. No, they had no idea. You know, it, 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 like Steve Miller once said, you, you know, you got 10,000 rounds at home. Steve Murray? Murray, sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, who the hell is Steve Miller? He's a, a musician. Musician, yes. Saw him in concert in the 90s. I think we had the same conversation on this show once before. <laughs> yes, we have. Deja vu. <laughs> have we entered the Twilight Zone, ladies and gentlemen? Anyways, Murray said, yeah, you got 10,000 rounds at home. Yeah, you have no idea how many rounds you're going to go through in one single firefight. Oh, one, yeah. One Boom, firefight. that town's rounds gone in one firefight. Gone. Is that your final thought? Sure. <laughs> My final thought is this. I have a Bravos coin. Bravos! <laughs> is that it? Uh, it's been a good week, huh? Is that your final thought? You asked me that three times now. Okay, Kevin, final thought? I Yeah, it, fantastic review of the uh, beautiful road trip you guys had. Thank you for the pictures and sharing all of your excitement. I know, not our typical episode, but hey, we're it's the Friday uh, morning show. We're having Friday night fun. Friday morning show. Yeah, and we went on because- We're unorthodox we, we, we literally drove 4,800 miles. I got to thank you both for the knife. That Very kind. I didn't expect anything. And thank you, Steve, for the coin. Kevin got yes. two gifts. I yeah, I, it's damn near Christmas here. Well, <laughs> you know what? It was my birthday when you were gone. So oh, it was. We'll call this it the was. birthday present. Yeah. That's your birthday present. <laughs> Did I say happy birthday to you? No. Are we? I didn't get a notification on Facebook. Of course, I really didn't look at Facebook. No, I, I don't. We were like at the damn literally thing. living our best life during your birthday, Kevin. Yeah. So I don't. <laughs> I don't take any offense whatsoever. We I mean, were thinking about you Lord, on your birthday. I'm old enough. Birthdays don't make a difference. Yeah. He, <laughs> he, he said, what do you want to call it? Your name day? Name day. Your name day. I'm changing it to Game of Thrones. The Game of Thrones it's, guy. It's my name day. Right. I heard some I heard some real like satanic shit about birthdays. Oh, boy. At any rate. Let's save that for later. <laughs> I have no doubt we're going to be back next week with all kinds of fun. And uh, uh, are we going to? I'm, I'm going to. Tr- we're going to try to get Trooper next. We're, week? We're trying, uh, Troop. If you're watching, we're going to hook up and we're going to try to get together. And oh, thank you, Connie. Says happy birthday. Connie. I'm going to put that up. She is so fun. Thank girl. you. I love when we sat out in the car, girl. When we got done with dinner, girl. Yeah, that was my favorite part. So yeah. I don't know. This has been a good time tonight. I'm having fun. I enjoyed myself. I just missed you guys. And it was, we didn't really have anything prepared. I really just want to talk about our beautiful honeymoon and kind of just get reacclimated into like life. Cause you know, we were living out of our suitcases and hotels and it just, it was really, really cool. But it got to a point where I think we can agree that it just was like, you know, Kind of miss home now. Like that's why when we we were in Deadwood. Yeah, kind of miss home. And we went to Devil's Tower. 
And we, we stayed at Devil's Tower. Like, we were there. I didn't know what to expect when we got to Devil's Tower. It, it was, was like act- an afternoon. Yeah, we were there for three hours. Yeah. And it was like nine hours to home. And I was like, fuck it, we're going. We were talking. And I was like, we can get a tent. What he camp. didn't tell you is they went around the other side of Devil's Tower and visited the aliens. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Area 51 yes. is right behind well, it's actually, it's actually I told area, them to ask actually, when I get to go home, and they said I had to stay. So Actually, I believe it's Area 18. Whatever. I think Devil's Tower is actually Area 18. Area 51 is in Arizona, I believe. That's, that's not, is that your Nevada. final thought? Nevada. Is that your final thought? So You already I, gave him a final thought. He's done. You're final thought. I know, but thought. he brought it. Yep, you're he, done. He brought, no, no, brought, no, 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 no. So y'all are stuck with me. The, the aliens said I can't go home, and yeah. Oh, what a shame. I'll be here next week. All right. My guys have given their final thought. Have you given your final thought? What do you keep asking? Because you keep looking at me like you got something you want to say. Spit it out. It's because it's my mind power. Okay. Cut it off. Connie and Mike, thank you guys so much for just having dinner with us and being here tonight with us. Honestly, I wish we can come back and have dinner with y'all and sit in the car again, girl. I tell you. We really enjoyed you guys. Um, thank you all for being with us tonight. We really, really appreciate you sticking it through with Kevin and Steve last week. And the uh, week before, what was your friend's name? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, thank you so much for coming through. Yeah, and thanks, just Charlie. Holding it down for us, man. We don't have any more honeymoons planned or any more vacations, so you're stuck with me. We love you here at The Great Matters. Bye. See ya. See ya. <laughs>